Hello, hello. Welcome to number two, episode number two for our podcast, Turning the Tide, Breaking Free from the Virus of Fear. Okay, good to see you again. Good to be back with you. And today we're going to talk about welcoming you to the world of feelings. (laughs) We started this last episode and we're going to continue now. It's a journey. It takes time. These are new ideas and they take time to absorb and digest. Don't just be gentle with yourself. You know, that's one of the main, as I said, points of truth or tenets of the program is please, please be gentle with yourself. You know, that may sound like a no-brainer. Well, of course, why not? But it's not a no-brainer because basically when we pause, and this is a program where we're going to learn how to pause, just pause and notice, pause and reflect, pause and let be, (laughs) pause and allow, change. We're going to learn new skills. These are just different skills, different ways of approaching the great panorama of our life. So let's go back to the point of being gentle with ourselves. That's quite a wonderful skill to learn and very rare, actually, especially in this day and age. You know, we are so, so hard on ourselves. Oh, my goodness. So many demands, expectations, judgments, relentless, really, relentlessly treating ourselves as a very rough and tough taskmaster. You know, if you treated anybody else in a relationship the way you treat yourself, you'd be in trouble. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't treat your best friend that way. And one of the wonderful points in this program is just to really learn how to be a best friend to yourself. Wow. Wouldn't that be wonderful? To treat yourself as if you were your own best friend. Kind, patient, understanding. Okay, so let's learn how to do that. And what is it? What is it that gets in the way? Why? Why why don't we behave that way naturally to ourselves? So as I said last time, last podcast, we are so much sadly enough in the grip, the grip of these feelings that accost us. They're like waves. That's why I'm calling this turning the tide because I have an image of someone standing at the on the beach at the edge near the ocean and high tide comes, boom, or you're surfing, boom. The waves come and they take you over. Hard to surf them, hard to stay on top of them unless you really know how to surf. <laughs> and then, of course, low tide comes and, and the waves go out and the Water is calmer, softer, smoother. Interesting, isn't it? It happens naturally in the ocean. There's nothing we can do when high tide comes in to make it into low tide. Boom, boom. It's high tide. We have to understand it, expect it, and know how to be with it, how to surf the waves. That's what we're really learning how to do here. We're really learning how to surf the waves of our life and not get down, knocked down by them. In fact, for many people, it's thrilling when the, when the big waves come. If you're a good surfer, you go to a place where there are high waves. You enjoy even surfing the high waves, riding them in, 
feeling the wind in your hair, feeling the sun in your face. Wow. So, you know, in a sense, life can be like that. Wow, enjoying the high waves, enjoying the low tide. But we have to learn how to swim. You know, I personally never learned how to swim. I was never taught for many reasons how to swim. And so for me, when I walk on the beach, I'm very happy just feeling my feet in the water. I love it. I love to be near the waves, to be near the pulse of the ocean. I've learned, though, something else. I've learned how to swim in the sea of feelings, or else I'm learning. Like you, I'm learning. I want to say this is an ongoing process. It really is. It's not like I'll do it once and twice and it's done and I'm fine. I mean, we are fine no matter what, but it's a process. We learn how, and as we do, our life becomes really easier, more confident, more fun. We're more at home with ourselves. And of course, more waves come. As I said, a high tide comes. But we do know how to be with them, or we at least have tools how to surf the waves. So let's start with it. What do we do when strong feelings come upon us, usually? Well, to start with, the first reaction. So how do we handle these emotions when they come, when these big, big waves come? And even when smaller waves come, believe me, because sometimes they start very small and we could catch it then and let it go or not get caught by it is a better way to put it. So let's talk about the world of feelings, what they are. We discussed last podcast, but how do we usually handle our feelings? Well, normally, often, I must say, automatically, and we're not even aware of this, we suppress it, we push it away, we distract ourselves from the feeling right away. We don't want to go there. <laughs> we don't want to feel that. Nobody does. <laughs> I don't want to feel a wave of fear. I don't want to feel a wave of anger. I don't want to feel a wave of sorrow. I don't. So, and even there's even this wrong notion, wrong, that I'm a strong person if I don't feel these feelings. I can just push through life no matter what comes. Now, that's a mistake. Please listen to me. Another point of truth. It doesn't mean you're strong if you suppress or repress your feelings. Actually, doing that ultimately weakens you down the road. So that's very important point to, to absorb. Actually, it takes a lot of strength and even courage, courage to allow yourself to feel what you're feeling when you're feeling it. Now, I'm not talking about expressing it. I'm not talking about yelling and screaming because of it. I'm talking about simply feeling it, allowing yourself to just feel the feeling. That's all it is, is a feeling. We don't realize it. It's so interesting. It's just interesting. We don't realize all it is, is a feeling we're feeling. So we push it away. We're afraid of it. We don't want to engage with it in any way, shape, or form. 
and we think that makes us strong. And as I said, that's a red light because that is very tricky because once you suppress this energy, which that's what a feeling is, it's just energy that wants to bubble up and leave. <laughs> it wants to go. It's energy. It doesn't want to stick with you forever and ever. <laughs> but when we suppress it, when we repress it, we're holding on to it. We're embedding it in our cells. Isn't this interesting? Isn't this important to, to understand this first? So suppression, repression. How else do we handle these feelings? Well, we deny it. No, it's not me. I'm not angry. That one, he's angry. I'm not me. He's, we project our feelings onto someone else. That, he's the angry one, not me. Not me. Now, you know, that's very, very interesting because when we have an unwanted feeling, it's very, very, very natural almost to see it in others, to see it all around because that feeling is trying to get our attention. It's trying to come out. It's trying to leave. Lester Levinson, the man who actually founded this wonderful releasing method, said every feeling wants to go. It wants to leave. We're the ones holding on to it. So when we deny our feelings, pretend we're not feeling it, or we, oh, believe me, we deny it to ourselves as well. It's not just that we deny it to someone else. We don't even let ourselves know what we're feeling. Take that in. That's a very important point. We don't even let ourselves know what we're feeling. And then, you know, we become strangers to ourselves. Now that's the opposite of becoming our own best friend. We'd become a stranger, disconnected, dissociated. You could even say we are disowning ourselves, a large part of ourselves. That's such an important, important, important point to absorb again. You know, the reason it's so important to absorb these points and understand them is once we do, it'll become so much easier and more natural to get in touch with our feelings, allow them, welcome them, and let them go. So what I'm, I'm talking about at this part of the podcast is the what we usually do with feelings, how we usually live in that world, and why it really doesn't work well. It doesn't work well. There's a better way. There's a better way, which we will all learn together, and I'm thrilled to be sharing this with you all. Okay? What's another? How, how else do we usually handle our feelings? Well, as I said a few minutes ago, we express them we're so happy that's easy to express happiness yay yay I'm so happy I'm thrilled I'm dancing I'm singing that's great but crying screaming tantrums blaming oh my goodness blaming is such a big big way that we handle them we you made me angry we blame somebody else look if you didn't say that I wouldn't be angry and then we end up ruining a relationship or hating them we don't realize that no matter what anyone says, if we didn't have that anger inside of us, we would not respond that way. 
people come into our lives to, in a way, to stir up our feelings. It's called being t triggered these days, and no one wants to be triggered. Well, be, life is a big, big trigger. <laughs> life has come to trigger us. And what that means simply is to stir up our feelings so we can become aware of them and let them up and let them go. What an interesting, interesting new paradigm, isn't it? And actually, it happens to be true. <laughs> but just pause for a moment and, and take that in. Now, I keep saying pause for a moment. That pause, oh my goodness, it's so refreshing. It's so important. Just pause. So our process that we're going to be doing together of turning the tide. And I love that. I love the title. It makes me feel happy because it reminds me that the tide comes in and the tide goes out and the tide has a life of its own. We're not in control of the tide. And even more importantly, the tide does not have to be in control of us either. Mm, that's so important. We can live harmoniously with the tide, like the surfers do. Isn't that interesting? Like surfers, they're not controlling the waves, but the waves aren't controlling them either. There's a harmony between them, and so that the surfers are truly able to actually enjoy high tide. Just speaking these thoughts make me so happy. Just bringing the whole picture to light. I pause myself <laughs> to give you and to give myself a moment to take it all in. So expressing our feelings, of course, is trying to get them out. We want to get them out. We want to express our anger. We want to express our upset and we think that will help actually oh it might help temporarily we might have a quick feeling of feeling better but ultimately it's not the way to go because when we start expressing it and expressing it it makes it more real it makes it more solid we get into a whole story with ourselves or with someone now that's another thing that's very important to notice is that we make up all these stories about the feelings. Very interesting point. We make up all these stories, and we'll immediately call our friends, oh, she said this, and blah, 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 or he did that, and we go on and on about it, get a lot of sympathy sometimes for it, and, and we go on and on, and then that story becomes our life. And we tell it to someone else. And the, the more we tell it, the more we get sympathy for it or affirmation for it, the more real and solid the whole thing becomes. Take a moment and look at the stories you're telling yourself. You're making them up. You're telling them to yourself and others. And just pause and ask yourself, is this the way I want to live my life as a character in this story? Very powerful question. Very powerful question. Is this story something I want to make real? Is this story something I want to 
share with others so that they can live in this too? Is it a beautiful story? Or is it a story of pain, betrayal, victimhood, whatever it is, usually if it's coming from a feeling of anger, sorrow, or fear, it it's, may not be a story that you want to keep with you for your entire life. Probably not. There's a better way to handle feelings. Rather than get caught up in that story, rather than share that story, rather than express all your outrage. You know, much of life is about expression of outrage. Now, when we release our feelings, when we let them go, it's not that we will not have feelings anymore, but 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 what we will but what we will be expressing, what we will be sharing, what we will be living from isn't a horror story, but we'll be in touch with the harmony, with the love, with the compassion, and with the healing, with, which is available always, always, always within. It's a different story. It's, not, it's actually not a story at all. It's a state of being, beingness, and it's right there waiting for you. So in a, you know, I used to call this, when I offered these workshops, I used to do a lot of workshops on these at one point, and I used to call it the choice, which was interesting. And, and that's relevant. It was a good title. It's relevant. And the reason it's relevant is because they we're saying we have a choice. And that's what the pause means. There's a choice. Do you want to be taken over by these stories, by this anger, by this suppression and expression? Do you want to live like that? Or can you pause and choose to behave entirely differently with feelings when they come up? It's a very powerful concept and a very powerful question. Now, there are many, many more things, of course, many, many other ways that we handle feelings, and I will get into that in the next episode, but what I want to take a moment to do now, I don't want to end this particular episode for today without going over, for now, the, the beginning step. There are so many, many, many different ways to to let go of these feelings to allow the pain to subside to allow the anger to subside to allow and by the way when the re feelings release when they go away when they dissolve out of your being they take these stories with them as well which is oh you such a relief such a joy they take these feelings with them as well so some, of course, before, I just want to say some of us are identified with our feelings, which is a very big point, and we'll talk more about it later. We feel we are an angry person. I am my anger, or I am so a sorrowful person. We identify with the feeling that comes. But when we pause, another thing that we do very, very importantly is we, we step back from the feeling. That's not me. That's something passing through me at the moment 
it's passing through me. It's energy. It's feeling. It's let's look at it now. Let this. This is the beginning step for releasing. Let's pause and just allow. That word is so seminal here. Let's allow ourselves to feel it. Whatever's whatever's coming up right now. Let's take our focus and our attention away from the story, away from others, away from what's happening out there which is where we always focus, and just allow ourselves to focus within. Let's just pause and feel what's going on. Just, that's all. Just allow the feeling to live. Let it have its own life. Welcome it. Hi. You know, if you say you're feeling fear, you could say to the fear, oh, how are you today? Hello. And in the minute you do that, you're going to smile <laughs> and you'll laugh. That's it. You just, you know, you'll, you'll laugh because the feeling will have less power over you immediately. Immediately. There's a separation between you and the feeling. You're watching it. You're, exper you're not suppressing it. You're not rejecting it. You're allowing it to pass through you. And you're staying very calm, very quiet. It's not you that's all messed, you know, turbulent. It's the feeling might be turbulent. Okay, let it have its turbulence. Now, just that step is very powerful. And then you can feel the feeling. And you can allow it to leave. Just allow it to, allow it to go on its way. Don't interfere with it. Don't hold on to it. Don't judge it. Don't reject it. Just let it go on its way. Beautiful, beautiful moment. Sometimes people, well, it's very good to identify, by the way, where in your body you are feeling this feeling. Identify that. Where in your body you are feeling this feeling. Because you want to ground it in a feeling and out of your head. Because the mind takes over and begins chattering away about it, judging it, going on and on. So you want to get out of the mind right now and into your body. Where are you feeling it? Ident and then maybe it's in your chest or your stomach or wherever it is, your head. Just you could even, this is just a little bit of a tool that I'm sharing. You could open like a little imaginary energetic door over your heart if that's where it is. And you could just allow the feeling to pass through. Let it go. Try it. You can rewind this podcast and do it, but just try it and see. Now, remember I said last time, this is nothing to believe. It's something to try. It's a tool. Just try. Try and see. Okay. Now, I want to also let you know that there are many wonderful teachers of this releasing method on YouTube, including the founder, Lester Levinson, including many others. And you can, what it's called the release technique. It's called, there's someone, uh, the Sedona method. There's someone, Chris Dillard. There are a lot of very excellent teachers. So if you want to watch and release along with them, that's fabulous. <laughs> It's a great support and a great help. 
I'll also maybe have something up on YouTube in a little while, but also I j- these podcasts so you can listen to them and release in that way. It, any way, any tool is a good tool. Any aid is a good aid. Open up to what's happening and not to fight it, not to hate it, but just to allow it to be there and allow it to go, like high tide and low tide. The waves come in, the waves go out. When we don't fight it, we can even enjoy it. We can behold the beauty of nature itself. So thank you for listening. I'm very grateful to be able to share this with you in this time when many of us are a little bit overwhelmed (laughs) by all of the intense, continuing intensity that's going on in many, many areas of our world and of our lives. So let's try this. This is not only will it help you, but it will help others and people you love too because those who are close to you will feel you're releasing, believe it or not. You won't be so reactive with them. You won't be so nervous with them. You'll respond differently, and believe it or not, that will help them a lot too. We'll talk about that more later. Okay, so let me tell you now that if to listen to this and the other podcasts, they're all going to be up. You can listen to them all of Turning the Tide, the, the website for it is www.bestselfbooks.com. And I'm Brenda Shoshana. My personal website, if you want to know more about me, is uh, Brenda Shoshana, one word, B-R-E-N-D-A-S-H-O-S-H-A-N-N-A.com. And I look forward to the next time we have the next episode with you. Thanks again. Bye-bye.